Okay, today's Vad was sponsored by a very Choshev Yid, Choshev Bocher, that's the Habili Mood, Rafael Ben Lea, Bezat Hashem, and the Zechut of the Tzedakah, the Zechut of the Limud of Torah, the Rabbim. Rafael Ben Lea, Shabbim Matzliach, Bechol Maasei Adav, Ubefrat, Belimud HaTorah. Okay, so there's a Yesoid that we spoke about a lot, quite a bit, in the Sefer Madrigas HaOdom, about the Midas of a person. A person's born with Midot, some of them are good, some of them are not good, and even the good ones have to be worked on and developed to do them and to use them al Torah. If a person is not using his Midot al Torah, let's say by nature, he's a very big Rahman. But if he doesn't work with his midah together with the Ratzon Hashem, he may end up being a Rahman in a place where he's not allowed to. Okay? So I want to talk about this today, but I want to bring out what it says in Sefarim, a deeper point about it, okay? So first we'll start here. Let's say, so people, it's brought down in that every single person has like their character trait, that if you're with your friends, you know, something you notice, like this guy is always happy or this person's always calm, right? You see that consistently coming up. So that's his, what we'll call MO, as we call it. That's his thing, right? And people praise him for that. And that's his thing, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. It's not worked on, right? So let's, I'm going to read a little bit from Svarim. And we'll build on it, okay? So, let's say, for example, they bring an example of a person, let's say, Shema'ulam lo ra'u oto ko'es. And Pesum get angry. That's his thing. His thing is he doesn't get upset, right? However, we see from many, many Mepharshim, which I'm going to bring out soon, that that's not necessarily a Mila, because it's not something you worked on. Step one is what's considered a mila is something that you work on. But something that comes natural to you is not considered necessarily a mila because just like you're, if you're strong, let's say you were born, you're a very strong guy. It's not a mila, that's how you were born, right? So you could also be born with this midah that you're not quies. The way the Mikubalim explained it is that every single person is born with different yesodot. Esh, ruach, mayim, afar, right? Every person has different attributes. That's uh, different components that make up his personality. So if a person has a low degree of esh, of fire, that person's disposition is that he's calm all the time. He doesn't get upset, but that's how he was born. That's his disposition, right? Now, like this. The way to know that somebody worked on a Mida is to see that sometimes he won't use his Mida when the situation arises. So let's give one example for now, okay? You have, for example, Sarah Imenu. She was a big Balad Chesed, of course, and it says in Chazal <clears throat> that Sarah Imenu was Megayer as Hanoshim. 
Avraham Avinu was Megayed Anashim, and Sarah was Megayered Hanashim, the woman. Now, who are these people that Avraham and Sarah are doing chesed with and, and having hashpon and, and being Mekar of them and Megayed them? These are people from Sedom. Because we know after Hashem destroyed Sedom, what happened was they had to close up shop. Their chesed organization had to move to a different location. The reason for that is they didn't have people anymore. So you see who the the people that they were dealing with. Okay? Now to deal with such people, you have to have a tremendous amount of patience. You have to have a tremendous amount of understanding where they're coming from to work with people. You have to be very tolerant and very understanding and very patient. And, and that's part of the job. Right? Yet we see that when it came to Yishmael, all of a sudden Sarah says, throw him out of the house. What happened to the whole chinuch process of being calm and waiting and seeing the good in him and working with him, right? So you see, not going into that whole sugya, why she felt that in this case you have to be different, but you see that she was able to act in a way which is inconsistent with her style. So that's already showing us that she's always working with the will of Hashem. And when the will of Hashem says to work one way, you work one way. When the will of Hashem says to work a different way, you work a different way. But now here I want to bring out something that the Svarim say, a very deep thing. Okay, so I'm going to read you a little bit and you try to understand it. It says like this. It says like this. Echod Migdeli Israel Oma Al Oisamanoshim Hamit Akshim Al Hanhagatam. There are certain people that they have a good meter, but they're very stubborn never to change the way they behave. It's a very deep point. We're going to try to develop it. Okay? There are people that actually work on themselves. They actually worked on themselves. This is the higher level. The guy actually worked on himself. He became a bal chesed. He became a calm person, right? He worked on himself. But now that he worked on himself, and this is his thing, he will never change from it under all circumstances. Why is that? So they explain like this. Yeshnam anashim ha'ovdim al-atzmam shehem ba'ale tava. They are considered like ba'ale taiva ba'ale gaiva. Why is that? Meaning, they pride themselves with the fact that they have good needs and good behaviors. So it became a thing of pride. It became like, this is who I am. This is how I stand out. So now they took good midas and they turned it into a way of be a balgaiva. They have value. Okay, and sometimes you see for some by some people that they actually become very meductic, meductic b'mitzvus. They have chumras and here is Shemayim. 
but it turned into like something that they're known for. Becomes their personality, becomes who they are. And therefore, even if in the case that the Torah says you should act differently, they won't change. No matter what. Because now they have to sacrifice the I for the Ratzon Hashem. Even in a religious thing. You understand that? Very, very important to understand this insight. Right? So then you bring it, we bring it back to Sarai Imenu. Sarai Menu She would Megayer the Noshim Lo Meshum Ma'amad Not because she wanted To have like a A Maimed of Kira V'Rechaikim She's the famous Lady Who does Kira V'Rechaikim Right Not for the reason that she should Go down history as this special personality of an unbelievable woman. And even not for Elam Habo. No ulterior motive whatsoever. Therefore, at the moment that it came to act the opposite and throw her son out, because that was the Ratzon Hashem, even though that's at the expense of her sterling image, she's still going to do that anyway. Now that sterling image is not only regarding others. It's even regarding ourselves. How we feel good about ourselves. This is who I am. So I try to feel good about myself in a certain way. And by doing that, I can't break that tendency because then I'm not going to feel good about myself. Okay? So that's a very deep point in this Avoidus Hamidus. Obviously there's a lot of, a lot of stuff being written over here. Right? Talks about also in the Swarm about Abraham Avinu when he was dealing with the angels that he thought were Arabs, right? We see that Abraham Avinu, when they came, despite the fact that Abraham Avinu was a famous Adam Mechubad in the world, as you see in our Pasha, Pasha Chayesar, the Sea Elohim Ata Betochenu, Chosh of a person, yet, when it came to these three Arabs, Abraham Avinu acted in the biggest way of hachno. He acted so humble. He bowed down for them. His mom is talking to them, but they're covered like the chosh of a people. He's involved, Mahari, he was running around and, and telling his wife to rush for these people. That's Anova. That's fits with Abraham Avinu's midah va'anochi afar va'efer. Yeah, if you go through the parasha that we just read, parashah ha'yasara, you will see that Abraham Avinu, when he dealt with benechet, he acted very tough. He didn't back down at all. He says, if you don't give me this plot, I'm going to take it. Because the land is mine. Whole different way of acting. So again, why he felt that was the right thing to do at the time, that's not the subject. The subject is that Abraham Avinu was able to use different midot at different times. He chose to go with the Anhoga of Anochi Afar when that's the Ratzon Hashem, which is in general the Ratzon Hashem. But in certain situations, we have to go a different way. You go a different way. It's very similar to what the Goyin says, that after Akedah Yitzchak, 
It says in the Pasuk, Atayadati kiere Elohim ata. Now I know. What is now I know? So the Goyen says, because Avram Avinu's Mida was Chesed. But when he acted the opposite of Chesed, to take his own son and put him in the Akedah, that shows that he's a Odom HaSholem. That he's a real person. Because the real person has to mevatel his das to the das Hashem. Not to the das of people. And this is a very deep point. A very deep point which a lot of people struggle with. Because we're very impressed. And this is something that we were learning in Shara B'Tochan. And it's very important to, to think about this because it's connected with B'Tochan. That human beings... They need validation from outside. They don't have the strong inner feeling of value, which can only be there if you live with Hashem. Because then the only one that has to validate you is Hashem. No one else. And you're independent from people because no one could hurt you or help you without the permission of Hashem. So you become an independent person when you have bitochen. But when a person doesn't have bitochen, so now the tangible world, you see the whole Yisrael of bitochen we've been learning, Josh knows, he's been, you've been at the Chavit Alvavos, the, the Yisrael of bitochen, you too, who's on? The Yisrael of bitochen is that we're able to live without being reliant on the tangible world. So for some of us that means money. Money is tangible. They have money in your bank, so that's tangible. And then you feel secure because you have the money in the bank. So by many people, betochen is a very low level. That'll give them the money. But the security is only from the place of tangibility. The minute the money is not there, they start to panic. So they really is not having betochen Hashem. They're having betochen in money. It's a level. They betochen Hashem that he brings the money. But they still need the money to feel secure. But a true Baal betochen doesn't need anything tangible. Because even if he's in a situation where there is no money, and not only is he in a situation where there is no money, there's a situation where he doesn't see how al-piderech ha-teva he can get money. So a normal human being falls apart. But about betochen is soimachan Hashem. That Hashem has all the means to do whatever He wants. He doesn't need derechateva stuff. He can do whatever He wants. So that's relying on Hashem, which is not tangible. But until a person really acquires this midah of betochen, he's very nispal from the tangible world. And in the tangible world, people's opinion of you makes a very big difference. So therefore, a person would maybe sometimes the right thing is to say no. But he's afraid because of the way people are going to say to him, right? Let's say there's a halakha in Hilchis Halvo, where if, you, if somebody wants to borrow money from you, you have to make edim. You have to write a star, you have to make edim. Why? Because you don't want to give him a nisoyin to steal from you. But sometimes it's uncomfortable to do that. Because you have to tell the guy, I want you to get a demon, sign a document. The guy's, wait, wait, you don't trust me? 
So here's where your own personal, uh, you know, name is on the line. You're not going to do the halacha. But we're saying a deeper point in the Swarm. The Swarm is saying a much deeper point where they're saying that a person also has gaiva. <coughs> where this is me, I'm known to be a nice guy and a soft person and etc. etc. So the situations make me act differently. And then I'm going to lose my title of Mr. Nice Guy. You understand? And this is the way a person has to realize that he has to always look to do the Ratzon Hashem. Not the Ratzon of himself. The Ratzon of Hashem. This is also in Chinuch. Let's say for example. Some people very much work on having peace and tranquility. Menuchas HaNefesh. They don't get upset. Nothing upsets them. That's them. That's what they worked on. That's their M.O. But then sometimes you have to machanach your kids, you have to act in a certain way. You have to punish them sometimes. If that's the Ratzon Hashem, to do that. Obviously it's not internal anger, it's external behaviors, but that's the behavior. So even though they're going out of their normal way of operating, they have to go out of their normal way of operating, because that's what is mechayev. So everybody has to work in ways that are not necessarily fitting with their, number one, their normal personality that was given to them. And number two, even things we worked on. But we kind of pride ourselves with it. We have that same issue. We, if we act inconsistent, we're worried that maybe people will think that we're, they don't have a way to define us. Because it's inconsistent. But that's a big work that a person has to do. So it's a work of midot. But now we're adding in also it's a work of betochen. It's not just the work of midis. So we see how things are intertwining. This is a very big yisoy in Avodah Hashem. How different parts of Avodah Hashem intertwine with other parts. And that was a yisoy that the Madrega Sa'adam taught us as well. When it says, how did Eliezer, this parashah we just read, how did Eliezer know that Sarai meant that Rivka was a mushlam? How did he know that she had shlemus? So he says, because he saw that she had a shlemus in chesed. Everybody discusses that. Just because you have a shlemus in chesed doesn't mean that you're mushlam in every other area. It's a big discussion amongst different mavarshim. But the altar for Navarik's mahalach was, to become a Muslim in Chesed, you also have to be Muslim in all other areas. So in, in the light of what we're saying, we could say it like this, you know. You have to have betochen uh, in order to be a Muslim. Because sometimes you have to act the opposite. Rivka herself acted the opposite. Rivka herself told Yaakov Aminu to steal the Berachot. To act like a Ramai to scam her own husband that she had tremendous awe for, right? She went against her nature of doing things, of operating. So that's shlemus. If that's the Ratzon Hashem, you have to do that. So there's a few things over here. First of all, you have to always know the Ratzon Hashem. Second of all, you have to have a lot of betochen to follow the Ratzon Hashem because you can't be impressed with the tangible world. 
Thirdly, you have to work on your midas to follow the Ratz and Hashem because sometimes you have to go a different way. So if you only go with your nature, even though your nature, by definition, maybe is a lot of times good, but sometimes that good is not right. And especially if you started to notice your own nature and your friends started to notice your own nature and that became you, now there's a gaiva issue to deal with. So you see that Avodah Hashem is a, is a type of thing that requires a lot of thinking, a lot of his boininess. It's not like the pshat is that you go on autopilot. It's something that requires constant learning, constant thinking, constant decision making, and then a recognition of self. When you have a problem doing the Ratz and Hashem, and you want to claim that you're using a good midah, Chesed, Rachmonis, Savlonus, Nokas, think twice. If it's contradicting with the Ratz and Hashem, then it's only because you don't want to change, and you don't want to do different, and you don't want to break your ammo. That's a deep point. Okay? So I think we'll stop here for today. That's a good insight.